Hey y'all, this episode is brought to you by my new book, Find Your Rainbow. Find Your Rainbow is a full-color guide and activity book filled with interactive and positive ways for young readers to work through issues like self-esteem, positive thinking, and even bullying. I worked on this book for two to three years. It is filled with tons of colorful illustrations, my personal stories, and I think it will really help the girls in your life. You could find the book online, but really, I recommend going to your favorite independent bookstore and asking them for Find Your Rainbow. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to Rainy Day Diaries, an imperfect podcast that will dive headfirst into how you can thrive in your creative life and business, even if you struggle with mental wellness. I am your host, Jennifer Lynn, and as a longtime struggler of anxiety and depression myself, I hope this podcast will help you realize that you could still get stuff done when you deal with all these crazy things on a daily basis, that you're not alone, and that falling down does not mean you won't get back up again. I thank you so much for listening, and as always, if you have any suggestions or questions or topics you'd love to hear about, please email me at jenniferlynn at gmail.com. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Today on Rainy Day Diaries, I am interviewing Guy Copsonbutt, and he is a illustrator and comic maker and motivational human being like me. And um, do you want to, that was kind of an awkward introduction like I usually do. Do you want to introduce yourself and talk about what you wanted to be when you were younger and what you're doing now? Sure. Um, thanks for having me on. Um, You're welcome. My uh, name is Guy Copsonbutt, and I am the creator of a webcomic series called 4AM Shower. And 4AM Shower is a wholesome, happy comic uh, showcasing like cute critters, and they interact, and you know, um, and it's all about positivity and motivation. But I also like touch on subjects such as depression, anxiety, and um, loneliness, and just anything that people are like dealing with. I try to write something encouraging for them. Yay, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where did 4AM showers come from? So um, about three years ago, I was watching the news and it was just very like cynical and depressing and um, it was getting to me, you know, and I felt like I wanted to remind the world, remind people that there was still happiness, there's still good in the world, you know. So um, I help my parents at their restaurant right now and uh, my time is kind of limited on like what I do because like restaurants are crazy and like <laughs> when you have to work when you don't have to work kind of changes on a daily basis so whatever i was going to do to help people smile on a daily basis it would have to be something that um i would be able to just do on my free time like having an hour or half an hour to do so um i used to draw comics for my friends to help them laugh through like high school and college and stuff like that so i was like hey i'll just draw a comic you know and i'll post that every day and see how it goes and the goal was if i can get one person to like it that means one person's I help smile, right? And if you can help one person smile, I really think that can change the world. <laughs> Yay! My about page on my website says saving the, do- the world one doodle at a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, what about the name? 4AM Shower. <laughs> I get that question often. <laughs> um, so 4AM Shower comes from, actually not, I don't take like showers at 4AM. It's either... Uh, I wake up randomly at 4 a.m. and I have all these ideas directly at 4 a.m. <laughs> and I have ideas and I write them down and they either make sense or they don't make sense in the morning. <laughs> so they're all like comic related, right? So I guess like they say like when you sleep or when you're resting, you have ideas. I write those down. And also in the shower too. I just think of comics in the shower all the time. So I just put one and one together. <laughs> so when you came up with that name, did you think like, oh, when I explode, this will be my name forever? Um, no, <laughs> because even then I wasn't thinking about like exploding so much. It was always about the mission of just helping one person smile, you know, and I just needed a, something that was simpler than Guy Cops and So did you draw a lot when you were a kid? Is that what you wanted to do when you grew up? Um, when I was growing up, I was interested in a lot of things. Um, I did draw. Um, I think I was actually the first time I really like started getting into it was in like, like elementary school. My dad, he's not like an artist per se, but like he drew, he can draw and he drew like dragons for my like friends, like 20 of them. And I think that's the first time I saw that, you know, art can help people smile and stuff like that. So I always had that background, you know, um, but I am completely self-taught. So I, uh, 
um, have just been drawing my entire life. And like I said before, I drew comics to help my friends laugh in high school and college. I actually drew for my college's uh, newspaper too. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so your first comic you posted was when? Oh gosh, three years ago. And you think I would have like a milestone written on like, this is the first time I did this. No, I just posted it and my memory is not that great. So <laughs> I just know it was around three years ago sometime. <laughs> And then did you like gain momentum right away? Cause you're, you're like, have oh. a really big following 135,000 people. That's yes. insane. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it, it wasn't, it just, uh, so like I said, I've drawn, uh, I've done one every single day for the past three years. So if you actually go back, you can see the gradual growth um, and how long it possibly took. I mean, like, I think it took like six months or something for it to even catch on a little bit. I feel like the growth more came only a few months ago when um, like Bored Panda reblogged some of my comics and that ah, kind of like took off. Yeah. Bored Panda. <laughs> Did you submit it to Bored Panda or they no, find you? They found oh, me. Oh, that's, see, that's the way to do it because if you yeah. submit it yourself, I don't think they share any of it. So that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then do you remember the day where you're like, you don't have, you wouldn't have had three, but you're like, yeah, I have three. And now I have 4,000, like whatever the translation numbers were back then. I think it's like, uh, again, I was so more focused on just like um, people, helping people smile, you know, that I was like, not really like focused on the numbers. Even now, like I, it's cool to see it grow like that, but I try to keep myself humble, you know, and I'm always like, if I can just help one person, it's all about there's just one person in the world, help them smile that's all I really care about how do you continue to have that mindset because I like constantly fight with myself about that like oh and even though I say that it's still like that for me too okay it's, <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> like I'm a perfect yeah, person like that. Yeah, like, um, it's like you see on social media and it's really easy with technology to get jealous of other people and how like they're growing and like what you should be doing and they're growing faster than you um, I think it's just having a core mission like that to keep yourself rooted, you know, because like I didn't start out wanting this to becoming something like super big. It was always about that one mission. So it's like whenever I find myself getting jealous, I can always come, come back to that too, you know, and reading comments online, like people saying like, this really helped me when I was going through a tough time. I've got messages that people said like, your comics have helped me through like my depression. I've thought about like, hurting myself, you know, but your comics have helped me like steer away from that. And just reading those comics just means so much more than me than like having like a bajillion followers or something like that, you know, knowing that your work is making a difference in the world. And it's funny because <laughs> I get those messages too, and they mean so much for that moment. And then I just get like sucked into yeah. the like, I can't think of the word, the word text. The internet sphere thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I noticed you posted on Tumblr. Did you start on Tumblr or did you start on Instagram? Oh, no. I'm still trying to figure out Tumblr. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> yeah. curious because, like, Tumblr was, like, the Instagram from, like, 10 years yeah. ago. So I was yeah. like, huh. I'm still trying to figure out Tumblr because, like, I originally started posting on, well, it was Facebook, actually. No, was it? Yeah, it was Facebook. And um, one of my friends said to post on Instagram. And it kind of went off on Instagram and um, I've gone through all the other like social networks and it takes me about like 30, 40 minutes a day to post on all of them. <laughs> do you still put, you still post on everything? What do you post on? Um, I post on um, Instagram, um, Facebook, Imager, Tumblr, Reddit. Um, so in Reddit, I post to like five subreddits a day and oh, there's another one too. I used to post it on like um, <laughs> cryptocurrency, like social networks too, like Steam it. Um, but so they're weird where you have to actually like pay for your post, like with a Bitcoin and then like you get Bitcoin back. It was really weird. So I stopped doing that <laughs> and um, Twitter and Patreon too. Good golly, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like you get a lot of interaction on Reddit? I've, so I noticed Reddit, I actually wrote yeah. down Reddit on here because I was like, wow, your journey is so different than mine. Like I've never posted <laughs> anything on Reddit and like, yeah. I like clicked on your, the, the website that comes up first is Tapas and I'm like, I don't know what this is. I'm like, oh, yeah. like totally different things. So, like, oh yeah. I post on web, uh, Webtoons and Tapas too. Sorry. It's, <laughs> I post on a lot. <laughs> so many. Do you find that all those people bring people back to you? Uh, yeah. So like I, whenever I get a new Patreon follower, I ask them like where they find me and uh, how they'd heard of me and it's always from a different place you know so it, that encourages me to continue to post on all these social networks even though I 
in the moment, I don't feel like it's gaining traction. You never know who's actually reading and who's responding to it. So back to what you said when we first started talking, if you have like 30 minutes or an hour, if you only have 30 minutes or an hour, do you draw the comic or do you post in all these places? <laughs> so um, at this point now, I am uh, fortunate enough that um, I still help my parents at their restaurant, but I've been able to like transition out a little bit. So I have a little more time during the days. Yay! So, yeah. I'm clapping <laughs> since people can't see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It's still chaotic because like um, it's before, so uh, to give you a little background about my parents' restaurant, because that's a big part about my life and everything like that. It's been open about 10 years now. So, and it's, it's crazy. One of those things that it's a popular restaurant in Nashville. So it's gained traction, which means like we have a lot of customers coming, but it's one of those things in the restaurant business. You never know who's going to be able to work, who's not going to be able to work. So sometimes I'm the person that gets called in. <laughs> well, you're the kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, lately in the past like year or so, it's been that I've been able to like focus on my art and still help my parents out by like, <laughs> I literally was going to like Costco yesterday and buying supplies and bulk and stuff like that. So that still happens, but I don't get called in as much as before. What so, kind of restaurant is it? It's a Thai restaurant. Oh, yay. Are you Thai? <laughs> yeah, I'm Thai. <laughs> did you, so what did your parents do when you were younger? Um, my dad owned his own mechanic shop and my mom like helped him too. Own what? Sorry? He owned his own mechanic shop. Oh, mechanic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So it's an interesting transition. <laughs> like he, he came, so I'm second generation. I guess they would be first generation here. He came here, he started a restaurant and it didn't take off. And he had a background of being like an engineer and mechanic too. So he opened up his own mechanic shop. And then like after, gosh, 20, 30 years, he was like, my mom was like, it's better for you to not breathe in like car exhaust fumes and just like food fumes instead. So it's like, um, we transitioned to a restaurant like 10 years ago. Okay. See, that. <laughs> so my friends who are like of Asian immigration descent, all their families started restaurants too. And most of them still have them. So I was like, your parents started a mechanic. That's so like interesting and different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, not to be like stereo. <laughs> or anything yeah. um yay but it, I love that he like went back to like what his first dream was when he moved here like that's yeah. like a perfect story and then it's doing really well that's like yeah. super awesome yeah <laughs> um so when you said you've always loved art did you want to be an artist when you grew up and did your parents like support that uh, yeah, they've been really supportive, like whatever I want to do. When I was a little kid, <laughs> I read comics all the time. So um, I wanted to be, I wanted to be an engineer so I could create something like Iron Man. I wanted to do like, I wanted to create a suit so I could like be a superhero and help the world and like that. So when I was in, when I went to college, my background is not actually in art, again, self-taught. So I actually went into computer engineering for my undergrad and my master's is in leadership and organizational performance. So completely different from art, <laughs> but I've gone back to art since because I've realized that I love drawing and creating things that help people smile more than, rather than sit in front of a computer and just like code all day. But I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, I still get a rush when I code though, but it's just one of those things that like drawing just invigorates me more than, um, like uh, problem solving with like bugs in your code because you missed a comma or something like that. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. Um, but going back to your question about like if my parents were like supporting art, again, they were supportive in like anything I wanted to do. So it's like um, if I wanted, it, which is kind of like you hear about the stereotypical like Asian parents were like, you have to be a doctor, you have to be like, you know, uh, a lawyer or something like that. They were very much, you know, um, it might be because I am the younger child. My sister's actually a doctor. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. oh, so they got out of their system. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so it's like, um, I think that once they saw that, I was creating things that would making people happy and that people were responding it, like, especially taking my own initiative, like drawing for like the school newspaper and stuff like that. They were like, okay, yeah, um, see where it goes. They were always and still are like my safety net too. That's so awesome. See, I have another friend from China and their parents there's a brother and a sister and their parents wanted them to do something in like the professional field and now they're both artists in completely different ways and they're kicking but so hard it's like crazy and their parents were always like super supportive of that too so and then my parents weren't about doing the professional field and they always they haven't always been supportive so it's just like it's bizarre yeah, yeah. like <laughs> so what were your teen years like 
teen years, teen years were pretty good. Um, I, I mean, there were some points where I, I was bullied and stuff like that, but overall, like, um, I went to, for my high school year, I went to a specific for math and engineering science type of school. So everyone there was like really focused on like, you know, studies and stuff like that. Um, but you know, when you're growing up, there are differences with the kids and stuff like that. So, um, I had to learn how to stand up for myself in some situations and, um, but I mean, overall, just a pretty average kid. My parents were pretty good of like showing up, providing uh, my sister and I with a really good life without even, uh, because they owned a mechanic shop, but he owned a mechanic, my dad owned a mechanic shop by himself. He had like one other employee. So um, we weren't like the richest people, but I never knew that. I never felt that, you know. Um, they were always able to give me a good life, I would say. Well, it's a blessing that even though you were bullied a little bit, uh, that like you had supportive families and that you learned how to stick up for yourself. I never really learned how to do that. I just kind of reclusified myself. I don't know if reclusify is a word, but that's what it did. Um, so was there any time specifically that you felt like you like fell and got back up again, whether that was like teen or more recently? Um, it, I would actually have to say it's more recently. It was actually with the restaurant, you know, because, um, before then, um, I, I would say like, I was just focused on my studies and then I went to like, um, college and college was hard too. I think like one of the times I quote unquote fell and got up was like, I did fail a class. I failed physics, <laughs> but and it was like the first time that actually like failing and talking to my parents, like I cried and my parents were like, you know, it's okay. When they, uh, my dad went to college, he failed a class too. And he was like, it just get back up and like keep on trying. And so I took like summer school classes and like, you know, rebounded with that. <laughs> but like, um, talking about more recent times, like with the restaurant and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if you have any experience like working in a restaurant or anything like that, but it can be like really, really tough. So the first few years of working there, you know, I was doing everything. I was um, like, you know, waitering. I did not line cook because you have to be super fast when you do, <laughs> you're a cook on the line. But um, I was like cleaning like toilets and stuff like that. I was like everything, you know, you basically learn how to run a restaurant and it's really tough. The hours are really long. And for a while I did fall into like a point of like depression of like, this is not where I want to be, you know? And um, my parents and my family and my sister, and my, they are really good about like being supportive, you know? And during those tough times, I would see them working hard and it would encourage me to like work hard too. You know, they kind of led by example. So even to this day, I still have moments that are hard, like working at the restaurant and stuff like that. But um, it's taught me to be persistent and it's taught me to, um, if anything, to have empathy for other people too. Because when you know what hard work is, you can see other people like working hard and you can appreciate that. And you know that someone, I, I, a quote that kind of stuck with me for like a long time is, um, you never know what people are going through and it might be like the hardest day of their lives, you know? So I try to um, allow that to kind of, to kind of like lead my life, I would say. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting because we share a similar mission, but like mm -hmm. I, but our like backstories are so different. Like it seems like you're like pretty level-headed and not like super anxious or a super depressed person. And so mine is like, I want to help people not go through what I've gone through in the past. And yours is more, I can't think of the word, like sweet and cloudy life. <laughs> not cloudy like rain well, cloud, I mean, but cloudy like white cloud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's one of those things like um, if you like all my comics today, they re relate on like depression and anxiety and like all those things because I myself have felt those things too, you know? You have to kind of be able to understand, I think those, to feel those emotions in some way to be able to write to them, you know? So there was one moment when I was working in the restaurant where like, I, people say like, you're such an inter extroverted person. I'm like, no, I'm definitely like introverted. They say the same thing about <laughs> so, me. Yeah. 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 And it's like one of those things is like um, when I was working in the restaurant and it just was one of those moments where like anxiety just got overwhelming and I just had to go sit in the car and just breathe because like social anxiety, it was just like 
on top of me, you know? And I just had to take a moment to just like relax. Even now, it's like, even when I go to a restaurant, it's like, it's, it adds social anxiety for me because I know what it's like at the restaurant, like working in a restaurant, and I don't want to be a burden for those people working at the restaurant. So I'm like, oh, you know, I can get my food to go. It's, it's fine. I can just, you know, <laughs> I don't want to be in people's way, I guess. <laughs> You're silly. Um, one of my first episodes I ever did was actually about social anxiety because I'm like I don't think people enough people understand about social anxiety because I would cause all these like I would not cause I would create all these little like freak out scenarios in my head I'm like this is going to be really scary going into this place and then like for a whole week I would freak out and then I would get there and be fine and I'm like oh yeah that's party are so yes And there were two parties in one week, and that's pretty much what the whole episode is like. Yeah. Is It's like, I stressed for a week, and then one of them ended up being like, one got canceled, and I was like, okay, and then the other one was like, great. And I was like, damn. Like, <laughs> any better feeling than, like, I think the things I've written along, like, having plans and those plans getting canceled, and it's such a relief. You're just like, okay, I can just watch Netflix or something. Well, that's why you canceled our interview, like, three times. I see. <laughs> Road trip on um, <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> they sound similar. Oh, but like those times, gosh, my immune system is just horrible. Going back to like like issues wise, like so I have asthma, you know, and when I was really little, I had to be like hospitalized like a few times. It was like really bad. And like um I think going through those um episodes where I had to go to the hospital for my asthma made me realize like, okay, life is short life is precious, you know, try, there's no point in like focusing on the negative and just try to live out like a happy life as long as I can live. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how to transition from that. Um, okay. Do an awkward transition. Do an awkward transition. Okay, like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so blah, blah, blah. I'm curious now that you're like, uh, numerally, that's a number, that's a word, right? Numerally big <laughs> potatoes. If like any, um, I know like you're getting like a lot of support from Patreon. Have any other, um, like opportunities like showing themselves to you? Yeah. So I've uh, recently got a literary agent. I know. So that. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, a dream of mine is to create children's books. So uh, that is something I am trying to work on right now, too. I'm writing my first book proposal on, like, getting a book published. And it's, it's a little bit daunting, <laughs> but I'm trying to get through it. Um, so there's that. And I've been lucky enough to get, like, commissions. I've been – oh, wait, I should say uh, my agent is Kathleen Ortez from New Leaf Literary. So just to <laughs> give a shout-out to her. <laughs> um, she's my dream agent, by the way. She, is, she reps um, – I, I don't know if you've seen Shybird and Liz Plymouth. Uh, yeah. Oh my yeah. God, that's amazing. Like <laughs> yeah. hardcore amazing. Yeah. Like uh, Liz's work, uh, I don't know if I can say her name, Liz Plymouth's work. <laughs> I don't know her yet. Um, her work in, like, inspired me to create my work too. She's a big influence. Yay. I love her work too. It's funny because yeah. I have one friend who constantly <laughs> tags me in different things and she sends me like one of her comments like a few times a month. I don't even know if she knows like, I don't know, but I'm just like, yay! <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I love, there's like a, a lizard, like the lizard, this neck thing. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It becomes like, like an umbrella. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I like the one where it's like the lizard forgets like <laughs> supposedly forgets the rabbit's birthday and the lizard's like JK opens it's like yeah um, and a bunch of carrots fall out carrots. oh yeah. my gosh I yeah, love yeah. that one too <laughs> yeah. I like that we both have the same taste in lizard yeah yeah <laughs> well that's so awesome did you when did you get your agent um only the beginning of this year so about three months ago and is your kid's book related to your comics or is it completely different so um, the book I'm writing right now, um, it, the first one might not be a, a children's book. It might be like more of just a collection of comics type of thing. 
Um, so yeah, <laughs> but then I want to transition into like children. But that makes sense because you use like yeah. what people are already relating to, and that's kind of how a lot of people get their start. And you're yeah, yeah. big potatoes, so like. <laughs> <laughs> so from like a business perspective, when did you did you start your Patreon after the board panda blow up or before? And have you like have you seen? Oh yeah, Instagram? I've been basically playing catch up. <laughs> like oh that's i should have a picture uh i should actually have a website with me store i've been you need a website so bad that. dude like the first thing i know that comes up i right know <laughs> is like this website that's at, it's mexican food tapas and i'm like i don't know what this is and i clicked out and then i said, clicked open something else and it said reddit and i'm like no that's not you either but patreon that's come third and then instagram yeah. comes fourth so so far so good like yeah. <laughs> but you need a website so yeah, so the website I have, I'm very stubborn about this because I, I have that computer engineering background and I'm like, I'm just going to build my site. I don't need Shopify. I don't need any of those other things. I'm just going to do it myself. With all like, your free time that you have? Exactly. Just get a Squarespace site. It's so easy and there's so many templates and like. Well, that's why it's taking me forever to do because I'm just like, I don't know. It's, it's going back to like having how much time you have during the day. Yeah. And like. So drawing a comic, when I said before it takes 30, uh, 30 minutes to an hour, mm -mm, it takes more than that. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it, like, it can, people ask me all the time, like, how long does it take you to create these comics, right? So sometimes if you have an idea, it can take, like, you know, if you have the idea, it just, like, comes out, like, takes an hour to draw or something like that. Sometimes when you don't have an idea, you're spending an entire day thinking of something, and it's, like, 11.59 at night, and you're just like, I got to get something down. <laughs> So it's like it really depends, you know. Which side of the coin do you usually find yourself? On? <laughs> um, I've um, it's been a little bit of both, I would say. Um, lately, I've been transitioning in the middle, so it's more not like the last minute type of thing. I say that, and last night I was still doing it last night. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been trying to get better at that and trying to do it like during the afternoon, so like at night I can actually get sleep. <laughs> do you ever feel like? find yourself in a place where you're so inspired you can get like five done and then you'll have like stuff for the week oh like having a cue like no, i couldn't think of like the backlog. word yeah 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 i've been trying to get a backlog going for like <laughs> since, since three years that's like one of those things it's a rushing current so i was like i gotta get today's done yeah and then it's like you know you have to answer emails you have to like you know there's all these other things you gotta do so it's like i've been trying i actually might take a break but I think like my readers would be like, oh, no, exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to, to build up a backlog right now. What if you did like, instead of a whole comic, like you did like a little series where you took the character from an illustration you've already done, assuming the things are on layers. And then you're like, hi, I'm Snake. And I blah, 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 blah. And then yeah. that could be one day. And that's like, that might take you like 10 minutes or yeah. 20 or 30 and are you like hi i'm bear and then it says like i like to eat gummy bears no that's bad bears should not eat gummy bears cannibalism um like that might be like, a way that you can break I, up time <laughs> yeah i thought of doing something more simple where it's like one character saying something like an encouraging yeah. statement rather than like a full comic like that but it's hard too because like so i do have patreon and on my patreon i ask my uh patrons like what they want to see and themes they want to do and it's at this point now it's like people do like it's gone to like 20 quests you know and i feel like they're supporting me so i have to create these comics i want to create these comics for them but they're supporting you because um, they love you and yeah you don't have to do every <laughs> single thing right now like I'm yeah sure you know you're like a busy human um so i no yeah <laughs> I've, I've tried to cut things down. I'm actually not taking commissions right now to allow myself to have more time. With that being said, I just took two because they wanted to use my comics as proposals to like get, like marry someone. So I was like, okay. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was so like, I'll, cool. I'll, I'll, I got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> when did you think, or like, so Board Panda was when? Board Panda was at the end of last year, I think, sometime around then. Okay, so like not that... Not too long yeah. ago. Yeah, if, if I know there's like graphs, you can see like how like Instagram grows and stuff. If you go back for a few months, you'll see like a spike then, you know. So did you... But before... Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I totally cut you off. That's one of my bad habits. Um, I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you find, was there like a time 
after like in between like people finding out about your work and then people like asking you for commissions where you were turning it more into a business? Like how long do you think that took? Mm. So I actually got commission requests like very like in the very beginning too. But back then I was still trying to figure out my medium stuff. So I, one of the first ones I did was uh, original like watercolor one. And I was watercoloring each panel and stuff like that. I was like, this is not my background and stuff like that. So all digital. And like, um, I guess, so going back into my background more, again, like doing the cold computer engineering thing, after I graduated college and stuff like that, um, I, ignoring the fact that I worked at an SEO company for like two, two weeks and my friend was like, this is the worst I've seen you for like an entire phrase. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, okay, if you say that, and like, I had an issue at the, uh, a problem just setting up my computer and one of the coworkers there was like, sounds like a personal problem when I asked for help. And I was like, oh, no, okay, this isn't the right environment for me. <laughs> so it's like, I left and went back to like help my parents at the restaurant. And, um, and then I worked at a few startups, actually. At a what? So startups. Oh, a few startups. Yeah, so Sorry, <laughs> I was coding back like then. I talk fast, and, but sometimes you I learn. Do I need to slow down? I was, Do I need I to like, people tell me that a lot. But I'm like, I talk fast too. And I'm like, People just have to put that slower. I think that was a yeah, <laughs> like point two five. Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I am like a golden retriever sometimes when I talk. I'm just get I get really excited. <laughs> I just talk like a mile a minute. Me too. <laughs> Especially if it's something um, like I'm really excited about, like when I was talking yeah. about birds earlier. If like if we went into <laughs> the birds more, which I'll probably cut that part out, but I'm just like. <laughs> Now I can't because it's part of the podcast. But. <laughs> no, if we keep on talking about birds, <laughs> you have to leave it in. Because <laughs> they'll be like, what are these birds are talking about? <laughs> oh, poop. <laughs> um, I'm writing a suggestion. We are fast yeah. talkers. <laughs> People really have to like remind me before I do like, talks and stuff like that so they take a breath and just go slow. it's so then funny because I, I was going to because I knew yeah. within the first like three seconds I'm like I should tell him that and then I'm like I don't want to be rude and then I didn't and then I'm like oh wow <laughs> you know what it, it's going to be one of the things I need to learn my lesson where I will listen to this podcast later on and I'll be like wow I am talking really fast and it'll get ingrained in my head so be like all right I'll just yeah. ruin rainy day diaries interview and I'll be like amazing <laughs> for like this other one this is like my practice this one <laughs> you never know this might be my only interview in my entire life <laughs> so a um, patreon again i'm curious because i was scrolling yeah. down it you have like the most reward numbers i've ever seen so like if people don't know like patreon is like a crowdfunding type of it's not like kickstarter which is a crowdfunding website to help you like make something it's like a continuous crowdfunding thing so with reward system so like People be could be like, I want to support guy with one dollar, two dollars, twenty six dollars, twenty seven dollars, twenty eight dollars, yeah. <laughs> and you get X amount of rewards back. What made you decide you wanted like four hundred reward system numbers? <laughs> so, if you actually go back and see my rewards, a lot of them are the same things. There's it's uh, the same tier and same rewards, but they are uh, priced differently. And I did that because I realized just like watching like people like how um, people pledge and stuff like that. Um, it's easier just to click on one that says like, you know, $7 versus, I think in Patreon, you can actually write in how much you want to pledge to, mm -hmm. but um, people don't always want to write those types of things. Because they're in. lazy. So okay. allowing, mm -hmm, exactly. <laughs> so like having an easy way to do it. And people sometimes just might want to pledge more. So just seeing like um, my overall for mine, people do pledge at like different levels, even if it's the same rewards and stuff like that. That's so interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any rewards on there where you're like, this is a far stretch. No one's going to do this. And then people do. And you're like, holy moly. Now I have to do all these I things. Had, <laughs> yeah. I had a $125 one that's still up there. And someone did it for like two, two months. And I was like, that's crazy. But still, who had that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so right now, yeah, I have two people that are like at 65. Oh my gosh. That's so, like yeah. huge deal. See your big potatoes. Yeah. I told you. <laughs> Do you have any advice for other people who want to start a Patreon account? <laughs> um, just really be open to these people that are supporting you and like uh, get feedback on what they want to see. Because I, I post yesterday, I actually asked one, all my patrons, like, how, what can I do to increase your pledges? You know, and people to provide feedback. Because again, like you said, these are people who want to support you. Mm -hmm. So they are your people. And um, it's an excellent way to connect with people on Patreon too. 
um, and talk to your fan base. So it's like, I always make sure that I try to comment to everyone who writes something like that and respond to all the messages. And it's, um, you really want to connect with these people, you know, because they are supporting you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Did you find it harder to, because again, it's a blessing, but it's also one more thing to add to your day because you have to be just as consistent with yeah. that as you are with all the other social media platforms. So when you had like, Two, maybe you had like one at one dollar and one at sixty-five dollars. Did you find it hard to be like doing all these extra things, like for it's X more, amount of dollars? Yeah. Um. Oh wait, I sorry. I just realized why I was talk, talking about that startup stuff. By the way, oh, I totally <laughs> forgot. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. For the people that are listening, the reason why I went all that startup stuff is because my brain actually works in a business type of way too. Right. So I have this artsy side, but I also have this business side where I love analytics. I love data. I love like creating business plans and all that stuff. So like talking about all those websites like tablets and stuff like that, you can actually get revenue from people liking your stuff too. Oh. So all these things I post to like, they kind of generate back to a revenue stream. And like, I, um, make sure that, you know, there's only so many hours of the day. So wherever I post, there needs to be a way to like kind of support me with what I do. So like posting on Reddit, I get people that um, know that and they go to my Patreon or they want to like buy prints or they want to buy commissions and stuff like that. So there always has to kind of be like a channel coming back. Sorry, that was before. What was your question about Patreon? Oh, no, that's cool. Now I want to have you back another day to talk about (laughs) passive income streams. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Crap, what was my question? Oh, at oh, the yeah. very so, beginning. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a same moment. I feel moment. like our brain yeah. works so really like, similarly, which could be like yeah. a curse for people listening to this podcast or a blessing. <laughs> we know what we're talking about. <laughs> and this is like, for people who are listening, this is like the first time we've ever talked ever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like I've known um, you forever. Like, you have my brain. <laughs> <laughs> we understand we're the same, like, people. <laughs> um. It, so like a $1 versus like a $6 or $65 level one, um, $65 level, they get, um, let's see, five stickers. No, they get actually like 10 stickers. They get a print of the wallpaper I do for everyone each month. They get um, two postcards, an original watercolor, an original sketch. And I think I just added like a, a comic of their choice too. Um, and I think if, yeah, I think I, I also print on an envelope for them because they get a big envelope, oh. whereas everyone gets us a little one and the little ones have like a little character on them. So I want to include that. So I give them an envelope too, that they can use for whatever. So the first two weeks of every month, I'm just doing Patreon like rewards and stuff like that. So I'm like sending, organizing things and stuff like that. That's like my $15 level has about, I'm at 45, 50 or something. I think I had to mail off 60 rewards in total. That's awesome. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so do you think, I have two questions now. Um, I have too many questions. When, um, was it hard for you? Like when you had, like, say you had like six Patreon supporters and you had like a small amount of money, say like $25. Was it hard for you to like constantly like post and post and post and, and can do all these rewards for like such a small amount of money or was it still like this is a blessing because these people are supporting me well it's one of those things i know it just takes time to grow mm-hmm. you know so i've been only doing like patreon not even that long like again so board panda was at end of last year so i've only been doing patreon for a few months so um it's um growing it um no, actually, no, it hasn't, it hasn't been like, a, like too much of an extra burden. Cause like I said, I post to all these other like social media mm-hmm. websites. So it's like, it was just another thing to like post. So on you're too. probably good at like mass production. Like you, you spend like an hour and you yeah. get like everything for that one thing done. Whereas my brain is like, Oh, do this. Oh, we do this. Oh, we do this, do this, do this. And I get like nothing done. Cause I have like 8,000 windows open. Um, yeah, well, I have 8,000 windows open too. <laughs> It's one of those things that, like, I just know that uh, no matter what, I have to finish that one comic a day. So, like, um, it's always that one task. It's like, okay, I have a shower day. I have to do a comic. (laughs) (laughs) What is, um, is it hard for you to constantly create, like, all these various different things, especially the things that people choose? Like, do you print everything yourself or do you get things printed? Uh, No, I print everything myself, too. So, like, uh, I bought a Cricut cutting machine to make stickers. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> How do you like yeah. it? 
Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. I had to figure, it's taken me a few months to figure out the perfect way to like get things printed because sometimes they, if it's offset and all your stickers get like cut off into like so many like different little shapes and stuff like that. So I've had to figure out the perfect way to set everything up. And that's just, I'm talking really fast here. I'm catching myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's one of those things that it just takes time to like figure out all the processes and systems, which I, I really like to do too. So um, I'm still learning different ways to go about making these easier for myself. So you make the comics yourself too, like the like an individual. So yeah, I don't know. You're streamlining. You're. It's good that your brain works that way because what you were saying, like you have to figure out this or it cuts off these. That I'm already feeling anxious. Like things like that, like fixing your printer, fix, trying a new thing, like that. My brain's like, stop! Don't do it. It's scary. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I love to like to like experiment to see where things go. So it's like. The worst that could happen would be like no one responds to it. So then you just go to on another experiment, you know. I want your brain. So you have like so many aspects of my brain, but you have this other good one. <laughs> you have to love your own brain. You have so many, your brain is so good. Because I mean, like, think about this. Like, you created your own like comics. You create, well, your own like illustrations, right? To like share with the world and everything like that. It, that takes a lot of effort to do and a lot of initiative to do. A lot of people want to do it, but you actually did it, you know? <laughs> so it's like this podcast, right? It takes initiative to all, get all these things to go. So your brain is excellent, you know? <laughs> <laughs> now I want to draw you have an excellent brain. I'm ready to do I also have another thing I want to draw, but I don't want to tell you what it is yet because I want to surprise <laughs> you. <laughs> um, but for like Patreon and stuff like that, it's like, uh, talking about costs and stuff like that too like logistics wise i've had to figure out like because your margins are really low when you do like patreon stuff so i've had to figure out like what's the easiest way to mail things out for the amount of money i get and like the amount of materials and everything like that so it's been all constant like trial and error if one month it's like i figure out okay this isn't this is costing way too much the next month i'll just change things up you know i don't try to get myself too dragged down on it that makes sense so if you've only had it for like three months then i can check to see how long maybe it's been like six months or so i'm curious because if it was like, like i'm opening a patreon and then the next day you're like oh yes 300 people that love me <laughs> it's been like a, a a growing thing over time so i mean like i think i tell all my other friends that want to do patreons just the keys just to get started because the longer you take to wait the more like people are just like waiting and say like you know, like whenever you get it ready, I'll, I'll join. And sometimes they forget. I've been doing, okay, so I've been doing it for, oh, JK, I've been doing this longer than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so ignore what I say. Um, I've been doing this for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, but, well, since February 2018. So that's way longer than I thought. Time works weird in my brain. Three months is a year. Okay, so how old <laughs> have you aged? Yeah. Or are you still the same age you were three months ago? Right? Like ago. <laughs> I'm like, you know, when you turn like 50, you're like, oh, I'm just going to be 50 forever. Are you now. 50? <laughs> you can't be 50. No. Okay. I'm. People think I'm way younger than I am. Okay, I'm you guessed. 31. Okay, darn. I was going to guess that you were going to guess me. How old am I? Um, I would say 30s too, like 30, 31. My, my I'm going to be 35 in less than a week. Yeah. yeah. Yay, so, young looking yeah. people. <laughs> look young. It's awesome. I could, okay, I could tell you uh, from, you were asking about like the numbers and stuff like that. So February 2018, I started out, that end of that month, I had 59 patrons. Already? But yeah. see, that's like yeah. bajillion-y. <laughs> it's like amazing. <laughs> so that's well that's one of the things they talk about like um on patreon it's it's one of those funneling systems so if you have again so i post on so many like social networks and every single post i make i say like support me on patreon you know and if you think about that i've been posting for like three years now and every single one of those posts are you know a like a little seed like the way I think of myself, like you have to go to work, you have to plant a seed if you want to see it grow, you know? So it's like every day I'm planting a seed in hopes that someone might see and it goes back to my Patreon and stuff like that. So it does literally say that on every single one of your posts. Yeah. I'm curious if anyone mm -hmm. has been like, stop that, <laughs> like, or nobody oh, notices. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Imager, a lot of people on Imager, it's like, they are very strong about like, oh no, you don't want to, you know, support the artist or whatever. You don't want to <laughs> link back. It's like, oh, you you want uh, a pledge or something that's horrible and stuff like that. And when you're on the internet, you have to kind of develop tough skin. 
because the opposite side is I've gotten a lot of people through Manager that says like I've seen your post and I saw your Patreon like little message and I decided to like support you because of that you know That's so, so awesome. it's, it's there's always like one there's two sides of the coin you know people like it and people don't and just really focusing on the people who you're making a difference that's how you a lot of people ask me like how do you you know ignore the trolls that's how you focus on the good mm-hmm. well you're good at that it sounds like your family raised you really well in that manner too like which yeah. is so cool <laughs> um they are uh buddhist so they taught me to meditate when i was a kid too so it's like i think that helps a lot about um they they taught me like it's great to be happy but it's also like if you can be content find contentness it's that's a big thing you know so i've tried to find myself being the middle ground of things do you still <laughs> meditate I try to, yeah. Are you vegetarian? I'm not vegetarian. I want to be vegetarian. <laughs> I think like <laughs> right now it's at the restaurant. Like there's like all this food. Like, okay, well, everyone's tired. I will just eat this. <laughs> but maybe, maybe later on. <laughs> I went to the most delicious Buddhist restaurant and they, it was all a vegetarian and I'm vegetarian. So I was like, it's heaven. I can eat anything. That's like my favorite thing ever. It's like I can eat everything on the menu. Like it's the best time yeah. ever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When uh, my friend took me to like an Indian restaurant, it was all vegetarian. And I was like, this is I love Indian food. I get to have it on Wednesday because it's my birthday and I'm so excited. Oh, excited. Happy birthday. (laughs) Well, yay. I have super enjoyed talking to you. Do you want to tell everybody where they can find you online? I mean, there's 5,000. So maybe places, like maybe maybe your top like four. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, um, uh, most social networks, like you can find me under the handle of 4am shower. And, um, for my Patreon, that's patreon.com slash shower if you guys want to support me there. Though I tell people that they don't need to, they only need to support me if it's not a financial burden themselves, because I'd be, I would feel horrible if they did support me and it would hurt them. Um, and let's see, Instagram, 4am shower is the handle name. Um, yeah, really just search up 4am shower and you can find me everywhere. <laughs> so when your book comes out, because it will, because you're a big potato, uh, <laughs> is it going to be called 4am shower comics? Like... Do you I don't think know if that's yet. on a bookshelf, if people be like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so Maybe they'll be like interested in seeing that. I'm yeah, so right? curious like what editors will say if like you and your agent are like 4 a.m. shower comics or I mean, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, it's one of those things like people are like, that's such an interesting name uh, for like a wholesome comic because they like brings up like images <laughs> of like whatever, you know? So it's, like, it's a catchy name, I guess, uh, that way. And it's great because people ask me and then I can always explain it to them. <laughs> and it's actually not that hard of an explanation, whereas like no. some names are like, I don't know, super weird. And then you have to explain yeah, like, yeah. when I was seven and I had a bar. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I literally am still trying to finish up the book proposal and trying to still figure out the name and stuff like that. So it's all kind of up in the air right now. <laughs> so one of the funnest parts, um, of when we were pitching my book is that I came up with a bunch of names, like potential names, and I put it on Google Drive. And then my agent came up with names. And then she, like, we both sat, the coolest thing to me about like Google Drive is that two people can like write at the same time. And so I remember sitting on my bed in my last apartment and we were both like, like copying, pasting all these words together to try and come up with various book titles. And it was like the super funnest thing. So maybe you guys can do that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> did you have to write a book proposal oh yeah yours? for sure like yeah. and she helped me along the way because like I pitched I, I and I'm trying to get and we parted ways me and my agent so I'm like trying I'm pitching a new agent next week and yeah. I'm like wow this was like a very informal <laughs> agent pitching email um maybe <laughs> I should make it better and so <laughs> but I'm like maybe I should have like because I have a book I want to pitch. So I'm like, maybe I should have other things. Like, I didn't have anything for a book proposal planned when I pitched the agent. Yeah. I just had the, but I already had a book that I made. So I was pitching that book. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. It's a hard process. Like, especially like. It definitely is. Like writing everything they want you to write to like entice <laughs> an editor. It's like six pages yes. of information. And it's like, who it will you like pitch to? <laughs> who will you, yeah. like, who's going to write about you? Who's going to buy it? Who is your competitor? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, uh-huh, even though uh-huh. you're, you're part, I think part of your competitors are your agents, other clients. So, like, <laughs> you already have a yeah. long list. <laughs> yeah. And it's one of those things, that's like, it reminds me of writing a book report for, like, high school and stuff like that. And I'm like, <laughs> this is a down. I'm like, write all this information. I have to go do research and stuff like that. 
So <laughs> getting back into it. <laughs> it's fun. It will happen. And then you'll get yeah. the book deal. And I hope you have like a super amazing editor that makes your life like easy and happy. And <laughs> You're welcome. I'm still trying to figure out that process too. I'm <laughs> trying to get up to the hump of getting the book proposal and figure out what happens next. <laughs> I think the just don't have, I want to say like, don't have any expectations because you never know how it's going to go. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, also like I'm part of an organization called SCBWI. Yeah. It's the, yeah, yeah. And so for those listening, I guess that don't know, it's a society of children's books, writers and illustrators and teaches you about like, you know, how to write children's books, how to get into the market, you know, all that stuff. So when you do a children's book, you create a dummy book, mm-hmm. which is like a layout of like your children's book. Which a dummy book they is like some yeah. colored illustrations or like, if, if you're an illustrator and some like sketches and then you kind of yeah. make like a fake PDF book or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So people, I don't know why it's called a dummy. I don't like the word dumb. Right? So like, I really hate that word, but okay, continue. <laughs> so like with that, they're like, okay, make a book, a uh, dummy book and just like, you know, send that off. They don't tell you, like, if you write any type of other book, like a collection of things, you need a book proposal. <laughs> so that was like completely new for me. I'm like, okay, I'll, figure this out so next time I can do it again (laughs) do you need to you could just come up with like can't you send them like a mini dummy of some of your comics like the full page ones I know you cut some into being like separate frames but like that make would make sense for a dummy yeah I think it also helps my agent to to be able to like sell the book and stuff I guess that's true yeah so yeah. Well, yay. <laughs> Whatever makes her life easier. <laughs> um, well, I super enjoyed talking to you and I'm glad to know there's someone else with my brain out there. <laughs> <laughs> if you're ever hearing a brain fart, you can borrow my brain. You can switch. Okay, Zio. My husband will be like, why are you acting this so analytical? I'm like, because I'm guy. <laughs> Surprise, husband. I'm a man. <laughs> let's go get a Thai food that's our favorite yeah (laughs) anything Asian yeah well it's been great talking to you too thank you so much for listening I really appreciate it if you liked the episode please subscribe or even better leave a review it makes iTunes really happy and hopefully makes them share this podcast with other people which would make me really happy if you have any ideas for topics to cover or for people you'd like me to interview please email me my email address is in the show notes and thank you again have a great day Thank you.